Welcome to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor presented by Enough Pie, a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. We're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn a little more about the people that came before us. So thank you for listening. Today I'd like to welcome our special guest, Dorothy Rollins, as we start off on our special episode of Season 2. It feels like just yesterday we just started this, and it's crazy how fast the time has gone by. So thank you so much for being our first guest of this season. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. That's good. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. Dorothy, I want to start the show off by asking you a little about where you were born and about your childhood. I was born in Charleston, South Carolina, by a midwife and... 1949 in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And did you come from a large family? Yes. With many siblings? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 11 uh, siblings. Wow. Where are you in the lineup? The second. Second? Oh. Oldest. So you're oh. okay. Mm-hmm. I got a brother older than I am. Okay. I'm second. So you've been taking care of people, I would imagine, your whole life. You're right. My whole life is still doing it. It's still doing it. <laughs> now I need to take care of myself. Yeah, now it's time to take care of yourself. Yes, ma'am. Well, you look like you take care of yourself. Try to. I'll be 70 this year. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And when you grew up in Charleston, can you tell us a little bit about what Charleston looked like when you were a child? Charleston had looked like a nice, breezy... Real nice town to live in. No out of reach stuff. This mm-hmm. was nice back then in the 60s. It was real nice. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like it was a tight community? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very tight. And what part of town did you grow up on? Is it more downtown or North Charleston area? North Charleston. North Charleston? Yeah. And what was your favorite? Um, do you remember your favorite place to hang out back then? Home. Uh, home. <laughs> home. A homebody. A homebody. Yeah. <laughs> what were your parents and grandparents like? Gorgeous. My mama was nice. Mm-hmm. My daddy was nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm always saying they're not the best parents in the world, but I guarantee you, to me, they was. Mm-hmm. They did what they could. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. They know how to discipline you without hurting you that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they do that, but they did it. Oh. What are uh, some of the lessons, like if you could think of one lesson that your mother taught you and one that your father taught you, can you think of one? Well, it's men do the same thing. My mama, no boys. My daddy, no boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. The rest is details. Yes. Are you really close to all of your siblings? Yeah. Heard you have a lot of them. <laughs> We're not that close. Not that close. No. 
Is it um, age difference that makes it not that close, or just time? Just mm, time. Just time. Just time. Do you have any relative that you were particularly close to, or are still particularly close to? Well, most of my relatives that I was really close to is not here no more. Mm-hmm. My mom, my sister, my brother, and my best friend. Your mom, your sister, your brother, and your best, best friend. friend. That sounds like all the people you meet. That's a pretty good crew yeah, right there. Good, that's a good little circle. <laughs> and my mama was, she was, to me, the best. Yeah. Taught me everything that a little growing up girl needed to know. Mm-hmm. But we had to go to school and to Sunday school. Definitely. Yes. She thought that education was really important, important. to you, mm-hmm. um, and even your faith, your education of of God was important mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, sounds like a pretty good upbringing. I mean, I, I know that you know when they instill those things into you young, it carries out mm-hmm. into the rest of your life. So, you had a large family, but a back then a good family. My daddy retired from the Navy Yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, first he retired from the Navy. Then he retired, he went into the shipyard and worked detail, he got sick. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to warm for nothing. Then, now, in any other place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they going now, so we on, we on. Everybody on their own now. And is your best friend still around? I got best, my best friend staying with me. That's the only best friend I got. Uh-huh. Ladies' friends I don't have. I don't yeah. associate with lady friends. Okay. I mostly associate with men friends. Have you been that way your whole life? Whole life. Whole life. Whole yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm the same way. I understand. I don't believe in no lady friends in and out my house. No men in out there walk up with something they ain't put to walk. <laughs> don't, don't come knocking. <laughs> I just Dorothy's like door. Joke. Yeah, I like to, I'm a jerky person. I like to joke when I feel good. Mm-hmm. But when I'm feeling bad, like I tell you, I don't want to be bothered. But no, I walk by like I ain't see if I sick. Yeah. Not meaning to, but my condition mm-hmm. has make me do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, has make me do that. And it's like I'm not speaking to nobody. I hear when I, to my right senses. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in my depression mood, then... Yeah. I don't see nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see him and don't see him. It, I don't mean nothing by that. Yeah. It's the pressure that have you hook up in your own, own, and that's a terrible yeah. thing to be in. Yeah. I'm telling you, but I know I went through something. Mm-hmm. And still going through depression. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing to play with. Then I suffer with this sleeping anomaly. I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Got to take medicine to sleep. Got to take medicine for everything. Did Did you start to, um, did your depression come on? Do you remember the first time you felt mm-hmm. depressed? Mm-hmm. Will you tell us a little? When I had that uh, baby died in my arms. Mm, it's your first baby. My first one, yeah. And she was six months old. Yeah, when she died in my arms. The doctor said she forgot to breathe. Oh, she went gosh. to sleep in my arms, and she forgot to breathe, so she died right then and there while I was holding her. And I never gotten over that until now. Then I lose two more after that. Mm-hmm. And after that, 
I've been pumping them. Pumping them out, <laughs> yeah. Just one after the other. One, one almost two times in one year. Because oh. you had how many babies in your life? In my life, I got six living and three days. Six living and three days. Nine. Nine babies. Nine. So it sounds like you had a bunch of rainbow babies. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's still rainbow babies to me. <laughs> yeah. They're always around you. Yeah. You don't know how much I want them to just go away for a while. Yeah. Just you need a little for a week or two. Need a little peace, and you'll see them in heaven, too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I can't imagine how anyone... And I never had no trouble with none of my kids. I never had to went to the jailhouse, the cemetery, mm-hmm. nothing, not yet. Mm-hmm. And they're too old to go knocking in their 40s and 50s. They're too old to go yeah. your, your time to act up. <laughs> you can breathe a sigh of relief. The window is closed. Yeah, as old as it is now. You both 51 and you go going to jail. Mm-hmm. For the first time. You got to take care of it on your own. <laughs> the first time you get by is the worst time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get by easy the first time. I just saw my children. You don't get by the first time. Mm-mm. Not the not the first time, but if you do, that's it. Mm. You're going to keep doing it and mm-hmm. doing it and doing it. But you get them the first time, mm-hmm. you're going to have no problem. You ain't going to kill them, but you know how to just size your turn. Mm-hmm. But that hurting them, let them do. I've been here first, not you, me. No, and it breaks out. If you could give parents any advice from, you've had a lot of experience. Yeah. You've had a lot of children, and I know they're probably all very different in their own ways. Yeah. What What would be, if there's one, if there's a big lesson that you've learned or one solid piece of advice you could give other parents, what would you say? Don't let your children get by with nothing. The first time, no. Mm-hmm. Because if you let them get by the first time, mm-hmm. and that's the best advice I can give you. Mm-hmm. Because if you let a child get by with something the first time, they figure you ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it again. And I guarantee they'll do it again. Mm-hmm. That's why when you mess up the first time, that's it. You mm-hmm. got to nip it in the bud then. Yes. Yeah. You got to get them the first time. You can't pretend like you don't see what's going see, on. See, I bulked your teeth out. <laughs> you know, listen to me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I like that. I can hurt my kids. You got to pull that weed up before it turns into a field of weeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better do it then. Mm-hmm. If you wait till they grow up, that's too late. Yeah. So now that um, a little bit you were saying about uh, how you became depressed and everything, uh, now that it's been so long since then, and you said that you're still having mm-hmm. moments of depression. Mm-hmm. How do you pull yourself out of that? Like, what kind of tactics do you use? And because I got a, I got my doctor, I got my counselor. If it had been for them two and mm-hmm. my friend and that man up near, I don't know where I would have been at by now. Right. Mm-hmm. If I would have been in the crazy or somebody, somebody said, I don't know where I'm at. But yeah. thanks to my doctor, mm-hmm. she is the best doctor I ever known. Wow. She white, I discriminating. Mm-hmm. She white, and my counselor's white, and mm-hmm. they're sweet. Wow, yeah. that's great. They're sweet. They feel like they're sweets. empathetic and they're good yeah. listeners. And yeah, they mm-hmm. sit right there. The city understand. Your doctor always understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know how your body works. Mm-hmm. And her, 
I've been, I've been giving nothing for my doctor. <laughs> I ain't giving nobody, see. I ain't giving up her. That's good. No. You gotta hang on to them. And it's really interesting to hear you say um, counselor, because mm-hmm. um, to me, in my experience, there in the black community, we don't believe in therapy. <laughs> um, not ne- necessarily me, but it has been a majority of the black community. They don't believe in therapy. They think, okay, uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Dust it off. Kind right. of, you're supposed to just keep it in and not yeah. talk, talk to anybody mm-hmm. about it. And so, for years, I have been pushing. Okay, doesn't matter the skin. Mm-hmm. the skin color or whatever if you mm-hmm. have something going on you need to talk to someone that's right and therapy that's is right. a very great tool it is. to it use is. and to kind of just map out your life and it mm-hmm. has changed so many people's lives so it brings me so much joy mm-hmm. um to hear a person of color say Mm-hmm. I I actually went and got the help that I needed yeah. because mental health is so important oh, and we yes. lose so many lives mm-hmm. to people just needing to talk. Yeah, just talking. Like that's talking. so simple. Yeah. Just needing to talk it's and rude. free some stuff up. <laughs> so I'm just ec- ecstatic that you <laughs> yeah, have taken that step. My uh, my counselor, she just she just important as my doctor. Mm-hmm. Because she learned me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And and what I'm saying is, they don't have to, whether they get paid or not, or don't get paid, that don't matter. But it's up to them to sit there and listen to you and help you. They don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I told my doctors, I know you don't have to do that. <laughs> but thank God you're here and right. you're teaching me yes. to help my condition, not me my sickening condition. Right. And that's what they do, and I feel better every time I go. Yeah, you're taking control of your life. Yes. And she learned me how to do that again, you know? So I'm on the, they got me on the right track. Yeah, it's great to see. I mean, I got to have a caretaker, but I still on the right road. Right. And they put me on the right road, and I'm gonna stay on the right road. Yes, you will. hats off to you. Definitely. For those of you just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith, along with my co-host, Summer Anderson, and we're talking to Dorothy Rollins um, about her life and her experiences, and she's given us a little um, a bit of her journey with mental health. And so we're going to take a short break here and play a song that she chose uh, called I Won't Let You Fall by Helen Miller. Um, So we're going to take a short break here. Enjoy the music. Thanks for listening to OHM Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial radio station.
we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 Ohm Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial, local radio station. We are broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the Ohm Radio Station. My name is Summer Anderson, and I, along with Jay Smith, are host of Tales from the Manor. For those of you just joining us, we have been talking to Dorothy Rollins about tragedy and taking responsibility and rising to the surface. Thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your story, Dorothy. Thank you for having me. So I noticed that you keep saying your friend, <laughs> and I think I know your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did an episode with us a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, great guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I he love is. the relationship that you guys have. I see you mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about his important. He's role a in man, your life. but he looked out for me. Mm-hmm. He helped me real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With my condition, he helped me real good. Mm-hmm. Some people won't do that. Yeah. And how long have you known him? 34 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a long time to know someone. Mm-hmm. How did y'all meet? In a club. You did? You remember the name of it? 78. Love it. 78. Oh. Club 78. That's a good name. <laughs> he got brown eyes, and that would catch a lot of ladies' attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, I have problems with that. Oh, they love him for his eyes. Mm. That's sick. <laughs> well, the eyes are the window into the soul, though. The eyes just uh, look in. Everything else got to come with the eye, and the eye ain't the only thing that makes things happen. Well, that's true. Okay. As only small. <laughs> she said, all right. All right. We're going to leave it at that. We feel you, Dorothy. We know it. We're picking up what you're putting down. I tell you, I know how to run my mouth now. Okay. Now, that's what, listen, this is what that's all about. Mm-hmm. I'll run them. As long as you act me, I'll run them. <laughs> Who has been the kindest to you in your life? My mom. Your mom. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing to have uh, your first and most important relationship be such a mm-hmm. strong one. Yeah. And since she's gone, I've been kind of down, too. How long ago since she's passed? She done died seven years. Seven my daddy years. died in 2001, okay. and my mama died eight years ago this year. Mm. Yeah. That's a lonely feeling. That's when you're used to seeing somebody every day. Right. Yeah. Yes. And every night, and talking on the phone every day. All the time. And one morning you wake up, that person just about, boy. Mm. I went through something with death. I'm sure. Did y'all live together for a long time, like after, up until she passed away? No, I wasn't living with her when she passed away. But I was close to where she lived at that I could go to every day and every night. We could visit. Yeah. Dorothy, how has your life been different from what you imagined? Because, um... Now, I'm living a life of depression when I shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. And that's how my life is so different now than when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So, that's how my life changed. And you look back and it feels like before depression and mm-hmm. after, after depression. Mm-hmm. Now it's depression. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to your song a little bit. Um, when you told me the name of it, I t- 
totally did not realize that that was the name of this song. You know, you grow up in church and you hear all the songs. You never know the names of the people who sing. Well, I knew the name now. <laughs> I always, I never know the names and everything. But then I put it on. I was like, I know this song. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of my childhood. So tell us a little bit about what that song means to you. It means a lot because it's telling you what you should do. Mm-hmm. He said, lean on me and I won't let you fall. He ain't say man now. He mm-hmm. said, I won't let you fall. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love that song because it means a lot. Mm-hmm. He let me down and I ain't feel yet. So. And I imagine in um, your condition, mm-hmm. having that feeling of I won't, someone won't let me fall. Yeah. Like, even though I'm right here in this mm-hmm. state, I still won't get as low as falling. Yeah. That's um, got to be something comforting to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really is, it's good but, to have that feeling. But you know, if you got a song like that and you really into that song, that song makes you feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I love that song. And when I hear it, the words mm-hmm. is what I listen at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people listen at the music and the, right. you know, that's me, I get into the word. Dorothy, what are you the proudest of? What am I the proudest of? Mm-hmm. I'm living. You're living. Just, yeah, I can that's say That's something that. to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering all that you've gone through, the fact that any human can put one foot in front of the other, that's an inspiration Well, some people ask me, they don't know how I made it. Right. Um, they come to song again, I told them, the word is that you lean on me, then we not to worry about nothing. See? And that's how I get my strength, when I lead on, lean on the man up there, not nobody. The man up there, my doctor, and my counselor, mm-hmm. and my friend. They're the only one helping me, so that's it. Has God been a consistent presence in your life? Yes, yes. He has always been there. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the song. You told me not to worry about nothing. Right. See, some people don't understand this. When you pray and you pray sincerely from your heart and you give up on certain things that God wants you to give up on, then you be solid. Listen for the matches. Yeah. He going to give you a matches. You just listen for that matches and you will be all right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do. I pray and I be silent till I listen to his answer. And it's always saying me don't worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that his messages to you come when you're silent or when you're praying or? It comes to you when you're silent because you got to listen for him. Yeah. I mean, I can't be down there praying and listening for him and doing nothing. miss his word. You got to freeze, you got to free, and then you got to be silent. Mm-hmm. Wait. God said, wait on him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I wait on him. I pray and I wait for my answer, and mm-hmm. I always get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me stop if I start preaching. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I think I want to end it off tonight by asking you, um, how would you like to be remembered? I want to be remembered by my good heart. Mm-hmm. I got one to know. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's sometimes I think my heart too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to be that person in the world. Yeah. 
I'm always giving, I'm always giving, I'm always helping, I'm always praying, I'm always doing the right thing to mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. never steal nothing from nobody, never take nothing from nobody, never did have to lie to nobody. My daddy would wash the mud up with, mm -hmm. with soup. When my brother and him lie, my daddy get a bar of soup, but we put him in hot water. <laughs> I take the toothbrush and scrub the hot thing off and throw them right in the mouth. Mm. They won't lie no more. So you got to get that's it the first time. That's where the expression comes from. I would wash your mouth out with a bar of soap. Well, it's funny because when I think about that expression, I always thought, well, how do they get the bar of soap in there? Yeah. But now I know. Now we know the toothbrush. They take the toothbrush and you put the, the, the soap and the hot water and make the soap soft. Yeah. yeah. And you pick it up and you take the toothpaste and you scrape across them. You got a lot of soap. That's yeah. a lot of soap in there. Right up in the mouth. Oh my goodness. Now I get it. You can't do the hard soap. Now the hard, you'll be there all night trying to get the soap yeah. on the brush. <laughs> melt it a little bit. You gotta melt it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dorothy, I know I'll be thinking about you every day for many years to come. That's good. I like that. story will stick with me and stay in my heart. And thank you for being here and sharing it with us. Thank you for having me to share it with you. <laughs> You've been listening to Enough Pies, Tales from the Manor, a conversation with the residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me and my co-host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community on Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio963.org. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. That's a wrap, guys. We'll see you next time.